Game week 25 team selection. We're going to talk about my team going into the week, any potential transfers I am considering making this week. We'll talk about Trent Alexander-Arnold looking like he's going to miss both games in the double. What should you do with him given I have him in my team? And finally, should we be playing the triple captaincy chip on Erling Haaland this week? What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. FPR Harry here. Before we dive in, 1000 likes is the aim. Subscribe if we are new around here. And looking at game week 24, a quick review before we get to game week 25. And yes, I've spoken about it before and I'll talk about it again. I do have double Luton defense in my team and they both got me one point this week as part of a minus eight. I got 79 points all out with a minus eight. The 79 would have been enough to get me a green arrow, but unfortunately the minus eight did knock me down from 28K all the way down to 35K. Now, it's not the end of the world. I'm still pretty happy with how my team looks going forward. I still don't hate having each of my individual Luton players, but maybe the double up was a little bit too much. Cole Palmer coming in with the points late was a nice little final boost to the rank on that Monday night game. And as a Chelsea fan, to get a late win despite a not so good performance. However, I did bench Gabriel, which was basically the decider for a green arrow or a red arrow. If the Arsenal defence had likely conceded in that game and Saliba and Gabriel both didn't score, probably would have had a green arrow, but unfortunately it was a red. But now we're going to have a look ahead to game week 25. The double, the first major double of the season, but let me know how you got on in game week 24. Green arrows, red arrows, hopefully you had the likes of Saka, you held on to him and maybe an Arsenal defender as well. So the main talking point for game week 25 for me and for a lot of you as well is Trent Alexander-Arnold. After the game in game week 24, Klopp did say that Trent had aggravated the same knee that saw him ruled out for a number of games during January. He has just returned. He's never played 90 minutes since he's come back and apparently he's aggravated that injury. We've then since heard that it looks like he's going to miss the Carabao Cup final for Liverpool in two weeks' time or a week and a half's time, which almost makes him ruled out of game week 25 for both fixtures as well. So it does feel like he's a sell for a lot of us. And a lot of you will be considering downgrading Trent to a cheaper option in order to free up money to buy the likes of Darwin Nunes, maybe the likes of Kevin De Bruyne or Mo Salah. Just on Mo Salah, although he has been pictured back in some of training, it isn't necessarily full contact training yet. And I still don't think that he is going to be available for both games in the double to start. So I don't really have an obvious route without taking several hits to buy Salah. So I won't be buying Salah this week, but I might be selling Trent. There are a few options that I am considering, given that it looks like he's going to be out for this. And I don't really need him going forward as well, given they're likely to blank in game week 29, on top of the already confirmed blank in game week 26 as well. The first off is Regulon. So they double this week and they are guaranteed to play in both game week 26 and game week 29. I really like him. If the double wasn't Liverpool and Manchester City, I would really consider it this week. I don't love the double and West Ham away next week doesn't necessarily fill me with confidence given that Brentford only have four clean sheets so far this season. But his attacking threat is really nice and he is very cheap. So if you're looking for a defender to downgrade for the long term to free up money to do another transfer, I really like Regulon at Brentford. The other one and probably the number one running at the moment is Ake at Manchester City. Double this week, two home fixtures with Gvardiol ruled out for two to three weeks, likely to miss at least game week 26, maybe even game week 27 as well. 
that means that Ake has a bigger chance of starting both in the double in game week 25 and in game week 26 as well. That's real the key factor for me when deciding on a City defender is, do I think they're going to start all of the next three? It's not just the double, it's the double and game week 26 as well. With that Gavardio injury, it does boost Ake's appeal and I do quite like him as an option. The final one is Pau Torres. Now, Aston Villa's defence is absolutely full of injuries at the moment. Diego Carlos has now also picked up a hamstring injury as well. Konza is already out. Pau Torres just coming back from injury with Lengle also the sort of first choice centre-backs, the only ones they have available. Matty Cash is having to start games as well at the moment. But it's also worth noting that Kamara in their midfield is also injured, who is their main defensive midfielder. So they have such a weak back line. They have, you know, without their main defensive midfielder as well, they go away to Fulham and then they play Nottingham Forest, who have been scoring goals recently. So as much as I like the Villa fixtures, I don't think it makes sense to go to him anymore, despite him having been popular for me. So I like Regulon. If they had one better fixture in the double, I probably would buy him this week. Ake is my number one favourite, but I do have a strong defence without selling Trent this week. I've got Doughty with his double, I've got Trippier, and then I've got Gabriel as well. So I don't necessarily think I need Ake this week because Ake also gives me a headache in game week 29. So City likely to blank in game week 29 does make Ake a slightly worse option for my team, whereas Regulon is boosted for that. But it probably makes sense just to wait a week on that transfer. Now, there are a couple of other potential moves that I am considering this week. They're slightly random ones, but the first one was Cole Palmer out to buy Rodri, with Palmer predicted to blank in game with 26 and 29. As great as he's been, the time in our teams is slowly coming to an end. However, because it looks like Anthony Gordon is back, I don't massively need a midfielder this week. It would give me a bit of a benching headache, this one but I was considering it before we saw Gordon back and maybe before Cole Palmer did what he did on Monday night. The other one is Ollie Watkins. Now, Aston Villa have been disappointing. They did look really good against Sheffield United, but that was Sheffield United. Maybe we should have just seen that coming and put that result more down to Sheffield United than to Aston Villa. I could sell him and go and buy Ivan Tony. It gives me an extra fixture this week. Of course, they're both guaranteed to play in game week 26 and game week 29. So it doesn't massively help me out that week. It's just whether I think Tony is a better option short term. He's just on, you know, direct free kicks. He's on penalties. I just feel like his route to points are better than Watkins, but maybe it's a luxury transfer given it would force a minus four for me in game week 26. And then to talk about the triple captaincy and whether I will be activating it going into game week 25. So for me, there are three real options for this. Erling Haaland, Diego Jota and Dominic Solanke in game week 28. But with the news that Salah is likely to be back, it does risk Darwin and Jota starting both of the games in the double. I don't think Salah's going to start both, but he might start one. And we don't 100% know who's going to drop out if he does start. So that means that rules out the Liverpool triple captain for me. It's Haaland against Chelsea and Brentford. I don't think it's the perfect opportunity to play the triple captain. Chelsea have been mixed recently. You have some great performances, mainly poor performances. Then Brentford. Last time Manchester City played Brentford, they created a load of chances, but not many of them were for Haaland, which does put me off that a little bit. But I do think he is that 90-minute man. You do know what you're going to get from Haaland. And like against Everton, he can frustrate for 70 minutes and then just get two goals. It's what he does. So as much as I like the slanky double more, 
I'm not massively fond of Bournemouth's form at the moment. So given that Solanke, I'm not 100% sold on him, I feel like it just makes sense not to ignore Erling Haaland being sat right in front of me with a double of two home fixtures this week. So looking at my team for game week 25, the double, Kaminsky in goal, Let's hope he doesn't concede three or four goals in both games. Maybe some save points for him. Let's hope he outscores Dubravka this week with an extra fixture. Adding on to him is my double Luton defence. Doughty is going to start. Trippier in there, Bournemouth at home. And currently I've got Trent in the lineup, but it's almost certain that it's going to be Gabriel off my bench with Burnley away. Don't think it's massively worth it going and buying the likes of Nick Nake this week when I just have Gabriel ready-made first on my bench this week. So, Probably going to roll the transfer, as was my plan. Take two transfers into game week 26. In midfield, the two single game week midfielders in Gordon and Saka both look really good options this week. Good fixtures. Gordon has a great record at home. I expect him and Harvey Barnes to start together for one of the first times since about game week four when Harvey Barnes got injured and Newcastle were definitely better at that time. And Saka has been really good recently. Foden and Jota, let's hope for two starts from both of them, but I think we need to be realistic that there might be rotation for both Liverpool and for Manchester City going into this double. And then up front, Haaland, Darwin and Watkins. I have four single game week players, pretty happy with the four of them. Trippier and Gordon home to Bournemouth, Saka away at West Ham, Watkins away at Fulham, and then it will be another one if, of course, I have to play Gabriel over Trent Alexander-Arnold. Haaland with the captaincy, and as I mentioned, almost... 80-90% sure now that I am going to put the triple captaincy armband on Erling Haaland. Chelsea at home, Brentford at home. Triple captaining a player against your own team feels painful. I'm going to be watching that Chelsea-Manchester Chelsea City game wanting a 4-3 Chelsea win with an Erling Haaland hat-trick. I don't know what the chances of that are happening, but maybe that full draw we had earlier in the season could be repeated. I could be so lucky. So just having a bit of a look at what this means for 25 and for 26 as well, because they do, I've mentioned a few times, you kind of need to look at your team for the two weeks combined. If you put out loads of doublers in game week 25, but then only put out six or seven players in game week 26, then it's not really worth it. So the two weeks do come in a little bit of a combination for me. Game week 25, the plan is to roll the transfer this week. Gabriel will likely come in off the bench for Trent. Haaland with the captaincy armband for me this week. Almost certain to be the vice captain. And Diego Jota with the vice captain. It might end up on Darwin, depending on what the prediction is for Liverpool minutes going into the double. If the minutes were the same, I prefer Jota. But I think Darwin is slightly more secure for minutes this week. Going into game week 26, two free transfers. I have five blankers because we are hoping that Charlie Taylor is going to be back available. He has been pictured in training, which was probably the biggest boost I've had all week for my FPL team. So fingers crossed I don't need him. The plan at the moment is Palmer and Jota out. Now, there are three midfielders I really want to consider at the moment. The first one is Douglas Louise. So they have Nottingham Forest at home in game week 26. Then in game week 29, they are guaranteed to go away to West Ham. The other one is a West Ham player in Kudus. The only issue is, is their form at the moment. It's not looking great. They're not performing really, really well. But Brentford at home in game week 26 and then Aston Villa at home in game week 29. If they return to a little bit of the form we saw early on in the season, they could be nice options for this run because not only that, they have Everton away, Burnley at home in that run as well. So it's pretty nice for them. The only other one I look at is potentially um, Huang Hee-chan at Wolves. They have a really nice fixture, home to Sheffield United in game week 26. 
but they're not guaranteed to play in game week 29. This is similar to Manchester United. I also look at someone like Garnacho and think I could go with him. But if I'm buying a player now, I know I'm not planning on free hitting in game week 29. I do need to be thinking of that as an option. So the plan would be in game week 26 to use two free transfers to sell Cole Palmer, to sell Diogo Jota, to go and buy Doug Louise and to buy Kudus. Haaland would, of course, get the county armband again in that game. If there was a chance that Charlie Taylor was going to be unavailable and we weren't certain that, he's going to sell, that he was going to start, I'd probably sell Trent and I'd buy a defender probably for Aston Villa like Pau Torres. Again, it would just boost my game week 29 appeal a little bit more because Trent will have to go before game week 29 anyway if Charlie Taylor's not 100% going to be back, which means I could bench Charlie Taylor. He could be a first sub if I need him. So that's not the end of the world, but it would be a minus four. So two free transfers if Charlie Taylor's going to be available. If not, minus four probably for a Villa defender because it helps in game week 26 and in game week 29 as well. So those are my first plans. Again, the plan this week is to roll the transfer if Trent is out, then Gabrielle will sub in. Haaland captain, Haaland triple captain as well this week. Let me know, are you activating a chip this week? There is also a lot of appeal to play the bench boost if you have a strong one this week. We'll talk all about those chips in my final thoughts video tomorrow. So leave any questions you have on this video. I'll get to as many as I can and answer some in that final thoughts video tomorrow afternoon. Thank you all so much for watching. 1,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here and I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.